the uh, obviously Rob doesn't make the trip on Saturday. Does the process of Josh and the offensive coaches and the rest of you getting together and starting to rejigger the the game plan start on Friday when he shows up on the injury report, or does that happen when you're in Chicago? Um, well, we have to be prepared each week for um, backups to every position. So some could happen on the first play, and somebody mm-hmm. else could have to play for that player. You never know who that player is. Um, for example, what happened with Sony there in the first quarter, that that could happen to anybody at any time, uh, unfortunately. So we have to be prepared for those things um, at whatever point the die is cast and, and we know what it is, then we, we go with the, go in that direction. Um, but, you know, in this case, it, it really went all the way up till Sunday morning uh, before we were hundred percent sure, even though we knew it was a possibility before that. Can you just, as a follow-up, can you just talk about Josh's ability and the offensive staff's ability to sort of, as I mentioned, rejigger that that quickly and obviously put together a plan or tweak the plan so that you're once again uh, scoring 30-plus points? Well, yeah, I mean, 14 of those points came in the kicking game. But, um, yeah, that Josh and the staff do a great job of, um, being able to put together a game plan and, and uh, making adjustments in the game when things um, change, whether that could be by personnel or schematically um, as the game unfolds. But, yeah, Josh is, um, you know, is, is very, very good at that. He's a, does a great play caller, uh, does a great job in the preparation and planning, does a great job play calling, in-game adjustments, and um, knows our offense very very thoroughly um, without question and is able to adapt quickly to whatever changes um, he needs to make. Again, whether those come from um, internal changes or whether it's something that a team's doing that they um, is different than what, what we prepared for, what they've shown in the past. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, next question will be Mike Reese, uh, followed by Bob Sosi. Thanks, Stacey. Um, Bill, sort of building on that uh, topic that Mike was asking about, uh, how'd you feel Dwayne Allen responded to maybe a little more um, uh, time on the field, you know, stepping in there without having Gronkowski? Yeah, Dwayne did a good job for us, uh, as he always does. Uh, he had a couple of those situations came up last year, and um, he did a good good job for us. Uh, played in a kicking game as well, so he had, he had a pretty solid role, significant role in the game, and you know, did, did a nice job. And, and, and um, you know, I know he was out there on the kickoff return. On, on Patterson's return for a touchdown, was there? it looked like everyone sort of had their assignment pretty well taken care of, but was there anything that stood out to you on that return that ultimately was the key uh, to spring Patterson? Uh, well, I thought we did, a, you know, a good job on the front side. Um, they... They uh, maybe overplayed it a little bit to the to the kick side, and we got kind of had to run some of those guys past the hole a little bit. CP cut it back, and um, you know got good blocks on the backside from um, JC and uh, it was um, Brandon uh, to seal off the the backside, and then obviously great running by CP turned a uh, you know would have been a tackle maybe around the 35 yard line into a into a touchdown. So. 
we had a hat on a hat. It was it was fairly clean through the line, and then uh, Oliver had a shot at him uh, coming over from the safety position, and uh, CP made a miss, and um, and it was all over. Our next question will be Bob Sosi, followed by Evan Lazar. Uh, good morning, Bill. Or good afternoon, Bill. Um, questions about uh, the two cornerbacks who produced the interceptions yesterday. First with Jonathan Jones, how much has he improved in terms of ball skills and his development at the position defensively? And then secondly with J.C. Jackson, after, after a, kind of a tough ending to the second quarter with a couple of penalties on that scoring drive, uh, what did he show you with his ability to put that instance behind him and come up with what, was, what seemed to be a very difficult catch on that interceptions for him? Uh, well, all of our defensive backs who work very hard on the on the ball skills and playing with their back to the ball and uh, those type of plays, when to reach for the ball and um, and how to how to judge um, how to judge the pass without actually seeing the quarterback throw the ball. There's different techniques that we use on that. Um, Devin had a good play on that down the sideline. Um, um, you know, we broke up a pass to Cohen, uh, but on John John's play, uh, that was a tremendous play where he uh, showed his athleticism to be able to, to go up for the ball um, just at exactly the right time um, based on his recognition of the receiver's actions and uh, go up there and, and made, a, made a great catch. Um, and J.C., uh, it was on a, on a scramble play and kind of a 50-50 ball there where he threw it right into – uh, Trubisky threw it kind of right between um, the receiver and the defender. You know, J.C. was able to, to get in there and kind of uh, get his hands in there and, and pull it away. So it was a great play by both players. And uh, extremely – sometimes you're the beneficiary of just a, an offensive mistake. Um, but in those two cases, I thought those are great examples of um, good defensive plays where we, we kind of took the ball away from them as opposed to – you know, they just gave us a, a good opportunity for it. We we were able to get it out, get it away from them. So that was that was good. All right, thank you. Uh, next question, Evan Lazar. And I'll ask anyone else at five star if you have a question. Hey, Bill. Uh, after the game, Devin said that on Hail Marys, like the situation at the end of the game, you guys teach them to stay on the ground, other than. I think you were saying one player who in this case would be Josh Gordon. Could you just explain, obviously it's been very successful for you guys, uh, kind of what the thought process is there to have everybody else stay on the ground? Uh, well, yeah, again, we have a, a basic set of rules um, for how we want to do that. And so each, each position is, is a little bit different depending on where their guy is and where the receiver is and where the ball is and so forth. So um, basically we just try to coach the play the best that we can, knowing that each one's a little bit different and the, the situation's a little bit different, but where we we don't want everybody jumping for the ball and then have it get tipped and nobody's on the guys that are standing there to catch it and grab the rebound. So we try to try to take the players out. Obviously, we didn't didn't get it played quite the way we wanted to, uh, but uh, they're on. Jason made a good play to 
know where they were on the field and, and make the tackle short of the goal line, which in the end is all that mattered. But, um, yeah, those plays so look are, are a little harder to defend sometimes than they than they look like, especially against a quarterback with a strong arm and and uh, you know big receivers that can go and get the ball. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome. Our next question is Phil Curry, followed by Mike Reese. Thanks, Stacey. Bill, sort of a uh, two-pronged question um, about your running back here first. Uh, just wanted to check in and see if there was any update on, on the status and availability of Sony moving forward. And the second part is, how comfortable would you feel increasing the workload for, for somebody like James White when he obviously, you know, week to week has a pretty um, prominent role in your offense already? All right. Well, that's a good question, Phil. Um, and uh, I think the answer to that is just we'd have to take it um, week by week and, you know, see how it goes, see what what type of game plan um, we would want to evolve into and then who's available and uh, on our side and, and how we'd want to distribute that. Uh, so it would just just really depend week to week on those <laughs> answers to those questions, and, and they would probably be a little bit different every week too. So um, we'll just have to see how all that plays out. But we have a ton of confidence in James. He he does everything well for us. And um, but as you said, we don't want to overload him. But at the same time, he's um, certainly capable of of doing a significant amount for, for our football team in a lot of different ways. So try to find a way for him to be productive without, um, you know, putting it all on his shoulders. So, yeah, again, that's a little bit of a week to week thing though, too. Some weeks might be a little different than others. Phil, any, any sort of update that you can give us on Sony? Uh, yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll put that out in the injury report on Wednesday. We we know a little more. Thank you. You're welcome. Our next question, Mike Reese, uh, followed by Ross Masco. Um, just um, following up on something, Bill, that the CBS broadcasters had mentioned, they talked about the sun and how maybe um, that was one field where that can be a big factor in the game and, just looking back on it, I was curious if you felt like it played much of a factor in the game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that it, sun was, um, yeah, say very much of a factor in the, uh, you know, it's kind of on the south, uh, on the south side there, and it swung across the field, uh, but it was, I'd say, a pretty good factor for three quarters. Got it. And, and um, more just going back at, on um, first quarter, second drive, that first play where um, Julian, it was an incomplete pass, and he was sort of thinking maybe I caught it. Like, did you ever, did you ever get a good look at that? It, or is it not even like, you know, it's easy to look at it now and just say, I wonder if that would be worth a challenge. I was more curious just replaying the game if that was something that even crossed your mind there. Uh, yeah, I'd say across my mind, but yeah, 
not uh, not was it a time of the game or more just not a good look or not enough time or or he just didn't catch it. Yeah, well, again, it was ruled incomplete on the field, so you'd need to see enough to to be pretty confident that you were right in the challenge. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, you're down to one challenge. That's right. Um, if, if you know you're, if you feel like you're going to win the challenge, then you could challenge it. Um, but I think if you're not not 100% convinced of that, and it could kind of go either way, then you're looking at going the next, I don't know. 50 yeah. minutes of the game with one challenge. Um, I don't know, you're talking about an eight-yard gain or whatever it was. I mean, I don't know. You really want to use a 50-50 challenge on an eight-yard play in the first quarter? Yeah. yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not really sure about that one. I mean, we can sit up there in a the press box and, you know, look at them all you want. And, but, you know, when you don't have a – you don't have an unlimited number of challenges and how much you can gain um, and how long is – what's left and you have no idea what's coming. I mean, I'm, I'm reluctant to just I read throw out those out there on a, you know, 50, 50, 40, 60 shot, unless it's a, you know, game changing play, a strip sack that gets run back 90 yards for a touchdown and, you know, or whatever, you know, a key play like that, that, you know, that would be reviewed anyway, but you know, a play that, you know, a catch that goes 90 yards for a touchdown, but is it a catch? Isn't it a catch? Whichever side of it you're on, I mean, if it's got that much of an impact on the game, I think that's that's a little different, regardless of what the percentages are on how you look at it. So, right. All right that's interesting. I appreciate it. Thank you. Looks like the final question will go to Ross Masco, the Boston Herald. Uh, hi, Bill. I'm wondering, uh, oh. you know, a day later, you've had a chance to go back and maybe look at it, uh, but what allowed uh, Mitch Trubisky to do as much damage as he did uh, with his leg yesterday? Uh, well, we didn't do a very good job of rushing the passer and didn't, I mean, bad coaching, bad tackling, some bad playing, just not not very good. No, he ran well. He broke a couple tackles, but I mean, not not very not very good by us in any area. So you would say it's it's more maybe on your end than any any sort of you know special type of plays that he made. Well, I said he made one good run. He broke a couple tackles. The other ones, um, I wouldn't say he broke any tackles. We just let them out into open space and I mean there's there's a lot of a lot of yards to be gained when there's nobody out there and the guy just runs till he runs out of bounds and picks up a first down so that's there's other things involved in that so I mean bottom line is a lot of things that could be better need to be better um, and a lot of things that we need to work on and that's schematically and fundamentally and all the above. Thank you. You're welcome.